change out the dinosaur, Daddy. Oh my God, that tastes so good. Hello, 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 and welcome to BiteCast, the podcast serving up the freshest and tastiest of food-related banter. Please take a seat, grab a drink, as you are in for a treat. I'm your head chef for this evening and can often be found raiding pantries or on the socials of Brendan 8-Bit. And my sous chef on this episode is quite the multi-talented son of a gun. He's one part of the Not So Brightside podcast. He's also a survivor of COVID and also is known to stream on Twitch from time to time with the best of them. Follow and subscribe on them socials and on Twitch, obviously at Quartz TV and replace that A with the number four. Sam, welcome to the kitchen. What's cooking, my friend? Thank you, mate. Uh, not too much at the moment, but after this, I definitely will be inspired to be cooking a grilled cheese sandwich or something. <sighs> yes. Uh, full disclosure, I'm not a big cheese fan. No, really? Yeah. Oh, we- my God. We've-, we've just been broing down about sort of food, uh, Mount Rushmore's and, and all the greatness that, that comes with uh, tasty consumption. And yeah, when, when I tell... A lot of people that that I'm not a big cheese guy, they just look at me with so much disgust and like my food cred just goes <laughs> out the door. So it, hopefully you don't judge me too harshly. I said a minute ago I won't, but now I'm conflicted with my own words. That's definitely sure. Um, no, but like I, I, I can't understand it. Is it? But can I ask, is it like lactose or is it like a choice? Nah, or? it's 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 choice, taste, texture. Like so, so I'll set the table. I like pizza, burgers, all that kind of stuff cheese happy days but like if you were to say here's here's some cheese and crackers or like here's a pasta bake or a tuna bake anything that's real creamy yeah okay and really really just cheesy it's just too much for me and i don't want a bar of it look i'll accept that i got a tattoo of a uh, slice of pizza in my calf so you know you said pizza's okay i'm okay with that at least <sighs> Pizza is one of my favorite things in the entire universe. Uh, I love it so much. Yeah, the man. dirtier, the better, too, for pizza for me. Oh, like the greasier, the thicker, the better, and everything. Sometimes, like that Domino's, like awful pizza, just hits the spot in comparison to the local kebab shop pizza. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, any any pizza's good pizza, pineapple or otherwise. I'm not gonna shame you if you want some Hawaiian. I'm a Hawaiian Pizza's boy. Great. I can't help it. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I like the the sweet and the sweet and the savory combo there. It's yeah. delicious. I always add um if I get a Hawaiian, I throw olives on top, so you get that little bonus of extra saltiness mm. and a different flavor. And you ask for extra pineapple, and it just balances out perfectly. I'm gonna have to try that next time I'm ordering from the Domino's. That sounds delicious. Yeah, I stole uh, it from Deadpool. Get... Really? Yeah. How did I miss that? How did I miss that in, in, in Deadpool lore? He's, it's in the movie. I don't know if it's in the comic books, but it's like um, when he walks into the apartment of the boyfriend or something in the first movie, it's been so long since I've seen it. He ordered uh, extra olives and extra pineapple on a cheese pizza. And he's Damn, like, oh, okay. it counters the saltiness. And I remember just been like, he's onto something. Like, that's the yeah. one thing I took away from Deadpool personally. I'm I'm gonna have to to give this a crack. Maybe over the weekend, I'm gonna overindulge on pizza and uh, spoil myself with delicious cheesy goodness. But anyway, we're here. We're talking food. Uh, I've got Sam here to go through our four primary topics, as well as work through a segment in between the topics, which I like to call "shoot from the hip." So <laughs> we've got four topics or questions that have been you know of them. They've been vetted. You've had some time to think it over. Oh yeah. But there's then a half a dozen that you have no idea about that's going to come at you thick and fast 
and as the as the title of that segment is you just shoot from the hip you just uh say what's in your heart you you aim and shoot true and uh we'll go from there but um as is tradition we need to have this episode potentially finished in 30 minutes or less otherwise it's free for the listeners so what do you think my friend <laughs> yeah, let's should push. we jump on in no let's do it let's start i'm i'm rip roaring i'm ready heck yeah heck yeah all right topic one what food related item or dish would you compare yourself to and why a grilled cheese sandwich, which is hilarious, just because of what we just spoke about. Like, um, you're a cannibal. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't help it, mate. I love it. I love it. It's been like the comfort meal since I was like, uh, probably five, learning how to put, you know, a piece of bread and cheese under the griller, then getting to a Breville, then getting to a flat top, making paninis myself as like teenager. But seeing the movie Chef and seeing how he made a grilled cheese sandwich changed everything that I thought about. You know, magical film, by the way. Oh yeah, very very great film, great cast, great story, and yeah, that every time I watch that, I'm like, fuck, we're, we're getting a food truck, we're getting back <laughs> into the game, let's go. Hundred percent, it's the movie that can make you convinced uh, by it. And like, I went to my friend with my friends to see it. We were seeing a movie every week, and we successfully did that for about six years straight. And yeah. that was the movie no one wanted to turn up like out of the five to 10 people that we had, but two others. And so we're sitting there in the cinema. And when he made that sandwich, it was like, as if we were watching porn and like, we were orgasming in the cinema. Like, we're just like, Oh, like the crunch of the bread, the sizzle, the cheese mm -hmm. melting. And we're just like, Oh, I'm like, my, my mate and I were like, let's go to Coles. Let's get like three different types of cheeses and try to do that. And like, it's been the one thing ever since seeing that I've actually tried to like every time improve to the point where I cook it for friends now and I'll have friends ring me up and be like, hey, can I come over and you can make me that sandwich? Like, I'll buy everything. Just tell me what Damn. to go get. And I'm like, yeah, man, totally. And like, it, like even um Ant from the Not So Bright Side podcast that we do together, he like, like it's the one thing he's always like, yeah, nah, I, I need to have that again. Can you please make it for me? I'm like, yeah, sure. God damn! Like I'm, I'm not a cheese dude, but I want to give this thing a spin. So next, next time I'm, I'm in the area, yeah, don't know when that'll be. I will be like, hey, um, do you mind if I grab some ingredients and you uh, <laughs> make me a sandwich, please and thank you. I'll make it for you. I'll grab the ingredients. You just tell me when. I'll be honored to make you this sandwich. It's, it's genuinely the thing that like uh, everyone keeps asking me to stream it, and I'm like, no, it's, it's mine. You don't, you don't want to share the secrets. Nah. That's, that's, that's your special quartz cut it really is like and um not only that like just for that sandwich but like even like the question of like a grilled cheese sandwich because i love it so much when i was working in retail at uh at shops and stuff like that i would call good customers a grilled cheese because i love grilled cheese so much and even now in my stream my subscribers are known as toasties because of how much i love them so like every i saw that for the sub badges the, <laughs> the various uh toasty prestige levels you can you can get yeah it's so, nice i was so proud of that i actually love them all so yeah yeah. So, and any other any other reasons like you've 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 grabbed the the grilled cheese as the dish you'd compare? Is is there a bit more backstory? Like, are you a bit of a cheesy guy? You're a simple, wholesome, tasty snack. Like, let's 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 dive. Pretty much that. Like, genuinely, pretty much that. Like, uh, it's it's one one of one of my favorite comfort foods. Like everything that we kind of you've given me today, I've really thought about what comforts me to my soul. And the grilled cheese sandwich, I think because it was one of the first thing next to scrambled eggs that I learned how to cook as, oh, as a child. Scrambled eggs. That like, yeah, you know, it's it's kind of, it really reminds me of an easier time. I love the fact that you can add so much to it. Like adding the simple like thin slices of tomato, you really changed everything. Uh, you know, cooking the outside in, uh, in preferred to like the inside. Like 
everything about or you can even grill a cheese on the pan put it on pieces of bread and that's technically the grilled cheese sandwich like there's so many different variants to it but i think the one thing about it for me is just that like it's quick it's easy you can be inebriated and cook it you can be like waking up first thing in the morning and cook it and it's it i think because the cheese it's so comforting and like as well cheese for me as like i was a very picky eater as a kid so like to be able to eat cheese without an issue was like quite easy uh, at those young ages. But like, I remember being 17 and having blue cheese and been like, this is disgusting. And then going to like a party at 22 and they had a cheese platter having blue cheese again and being like, oh, I get it now. I can actually appreciate this odd flavor and texture and stuff. And like experimenting, I'm well, not experimenting, but having different cheeses and being excited about them. Like, you know, apricot cheeses, carrot and berry cheese, smoked cheddars, hard cheddars, insanely mature cheeses. Like, yeah, man, I'm fucking so hungry now. Sorry. Yeah. So, 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 just like a grilled cheese, I guess there's some some surprising complexity to yourself. You know, there's layers and and options, and uh, yeah, you're a bit of a Swiss Army knife. You could be you could be one one type of sandwich one day, and then a different type the next, depending on on the mood and the yeah the ex- room you're walking into. Exactly. And the more cheesier, the better they are. Which I feel like that's me. So, like, you know, that kind of works out well. I love that. I think cheesy is good uh, in, in, a, in a personality standpoint. That's for damn sure. All right. So topic two, what's your guilty pleasure um, or pleasures if you've got multiple? I've got like a heap, man. Like, you know, but the one that kind of makes everyone really question it. Um, and this is kind of something I've learned from being inebriated myself was uh, killer pythons and cheesels or red rock deli chips. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, like, it was kind of like that thing of, like, of just one night being inebriated, uh, just seeing, like, what combinations of food were odd. And I remember being, like, uh, having Red Rock Deli chips always at the hip, like the honey soy, best packet. Yeah, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss to those ones in particular. And, like, I remember being, like, oh, man, I can feel all the chips in my teeth and I'm sick of this. And we had a packet of Killer Pythons and I remember using that to just get all the, like the gumminess <laughs> to get all the chips out of my teeth. And that combination of saltiness, I was like, oh, this is, this is really something else. So then like, you know, I'd start experimenting with different chips and like, you know, salt and vinegar wouldn't work because the vinegar would just out, you know, overpower everything Too else. Too powerful, yeah. Yeah. And then like uh, one of my mates, we had a packet of cheesels because it was just like a nostalgia thing. And um, we kept putting the cheesels down the killer pythons through the hole. And we were like lying there playing Smash Bros and eating them through the tails. And we were both just like, this is actually wicked. Like sweet and savory necklaces. That sounds like a time right there. Yeah. You know, and like every time we've gone out to like, you know, get an e to get fucked up or something like that. We've always ended up with a packet of cheesels and uh, killer killer pythons. Yeah. From 7-Eleven. And we're just happy. The big annoyance, though, with killer pythons for me is they've gotten smaller over the they, years. Substantially. They have. Yes. I remember going to, like, no- local news agencies and getting them out of the jar, and they were, like, a meter long and an inch thick. Like, without a doubt. You know, people complain about the Big Mac. What about the killer python? That's my yeah, question. exactly. Like, they're almost the equivalent of, like, four Allen snakes combined now to make a killer python. Like... Do you have, on, on the Killer Python front, do you have a favorite flavor out of the colors? If I've got a blue head on a Killer Python, I'm happy. Ooh, I've actually yeah. thought about that. That's a great question. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm very big on the uh, the green or the orange. Orange for most of the gummies just, just works for me. So if, if we're hunting snakes or hunting dinosaurs or whatever type of gummy, <laughs> give, me, give me those oranges first and foremost. I'm always red and blue. If they're in the packet, they're the ones I go for straight up. Like even the Starburst gummies or something like that. 
Ooh, yeah yes. there's something about them you know especially if they're the ones that are holding hands and they've got like one side is red one side is blue and in the middle they meet i'm just like you you've been made for my mouth Thank it was you. meant to be yeah <laughs> yeah and then you just bite in the middle of the snake you don't even worry <laughs> you've got two pieces and you're like you can have the orange part you can take this take this Damn, I'm, I'm happy with that i'll, I'll take the orange parts <laughs> i'll finish my blues and you can finish your oranges with me okay? that's it I'll, I'll just over the next several months anytime i'm eating like a, a, any type of like gummy snake if there's some blue i'll just like leave that part in a jar and just build it up over time <laughs> yeah done i'll be in melbourne in a couple of months hopefully so yeah done done i'll see how much blue snake i can put aside <laughs> for you between now and then all right let's uh get rocking and rolling into this all right as that fantastic drop from the brothers osborne stipulates we are shooting from the hip and asking questions, well, not later, because I'm asking the questions, you're going to respond. So, Sam, the first shoot from the hip question, how do you have your coffee? Oh, man, um, it depends on the day of the week. Sometimes a caramel latte hits hard, sometimes a cold brew. But if you if I was to, if you were to ask me straight off the bat, like you're going to Starbucks, it's just a flat white, no sugar. Like, okay. I'm simple, simple as hell simple. when it comes to coffee, yeah. Can't beat a classic. Yeah. Can't beat a classic. Okay, the next question. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Shitty Neapolitan from like Woolworths, like the no frills tub. Okay. And as far as the Neapolitan, rank the three like strawberry, chocolate, <laughs> vanilla. Tear that out for me. That's exactly it. Strawberry, chocolate, vanilla. Like um, I think because as a kid, no one in my family wanted strawberry. I really like strawberry flavored. And the more artificial, the, the I just enjoy it, the better. So like, like I was always ended with just vanilla and strawberry and like, I grew up with two sisters, two parents, you know? So like, I literally got the shit cuts being the youngest in a way. And it just became that whole thing. Like even now, if I'm feeling low and I want ice cream, sometimes a tub of Ben and Jerry's, a connoisseur is fantastic, but Mm -hmm. like off the, off the hilt. Yeah. No frills, you know, Neapolitan done. I, I love that. I was always, I was in the similar boat to you. Like my my mum and sister are chocolate fiends. So I'd always be left with the strawberry and the vanilla, but I'm happy with that because I'm not a big chocolate guy. So give me those other two and I'll be a very, very content young man. So uh, I feel that. Yeah, Neapolitan is, it's it's one of the OG uh, MVPs. Yeah. It's still good to this day. No, I feel that. I totally feel that. Yeah. All right. The, the next question from Shoot From The Hip, what's your Vegemite toast ratio? So explain to me the the color of the toast. Explain to me. I love, <laughs> for, for the listeners, obviously we're only in audio today, but uh, you just pulled a, a jar of Vegemite off your shelf in your, in your stream room. So I can tell you're a bit of a fan of the old veggie. So explain to me it. your dream piece of Vegemite toast. On toast? thin like i like a lot of butter and then like not the thinnest like layer of vegemite but like out of 10 10 being like your tar on the road and like one being like hardly anything i'd probably be on the four mark because i just like the butteriness and the vegemiteness melting into the actual you know the toast itself I think um, I think over the the course of this podcast, we're becoming food best friends because uh, <laughs> that's exactly how I have my toast. Uh, yeah, less is more with Vegemite. Yeah, and, um, yeah. Give me all that melted butter on there as well. Hundred percent. Yeah, thick, heavy butter. Fantastic. Oh yes. Oh yes. Okay. The next question from Shoot from the Hip: Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Ooh, reasoning behind this uh i i think it's like if i'm having like something like fried chicken and stuff and like heavy fried chicken the thicker the thickness of like what pepsi is kind of just like hits that layer and everything but when it comes to stuff like uh 
I, I don't know. It's just like, it's more appealing. I think because the can's blue as well, it just hits the <laughs> spot. Like, I don't know. But like, if I go to a mate's place and they got like a, a case of Pepsi, so like, you want a drink? I'm like, yes. Like, I would definitely take you up on a can of Pepsi without a doubt. Damn, you're, you're the first person I've had outside of um, someone with the diabetes that went <laughs> Pepsi Max over obviously Coke, no sugar or Coke zero, whatever it is. Agreed. Which I completely side with because Pepsi Max is the goat as far as sugar-free goes. But give me that OG full strength, just paint strip of Coca-Cola, <laughs> stick it in me. It is so good. Well, like, you know, I think like a can of Coke, glass bottle Coke and a plastic bottle Coke, they all taste different. Like, you know, yeah. on a hot day, a glass bottle of Coke hits the spot, you know, and it really does make it come home. But yeah, you know, Pepsi all the way for me. I can't help it. That Schweppes brand, man. I've done extensive Coca-Cola testing over the years and I've bought the the plastic bottle, the glass bottle, the can, and then I've done them with paper straws and plastic straws and had like nine different flavors going on and I've ranked them out. And um, yeah, glass bottle Coke through a plastic straw is the king. Yeah, so, yeah. that's the goat, definitely. All right, the, the, the final shoot from the hip, it's a bit of a two-pronger. So the first part is what's your favorite fast food chain? So we're talking about something that could be Australian-based, global, but we don't want to hear about like the local kebab shop that no one can really grasp. Yeah. And then the second part that follows on to that is explain to us your go-to order from said fast food chain. <laughs> oh, this one's hard. And probably like Hungry Jack's at the end of it because it's got the flame-grilled taste. Like it actually has that flavor. And like if I'm inebriated, like Macca's is around the corner, I can go for a walk. But like something about Hungry Jack's just tastes fucking good their chips their burgers even like their soda bullshit like you know from the from the machines sorry it just hits home and like probably the order would be the ultimate double whopper as a hunger tamers like you know get a couple of nuggets get a chicken burger with it and get a big you know double large bacon uh whopper with it like and a and a cup of fanta i think that's the way to go oh a fanta man okay like when it's that soda stream stuff fanta all the way i can't help it yeah, it's fair. It's fair. I'm not. I'm not a big orangey guy. I'd go Coke or Sprite typically, but uh, I, I wouldn't turn my nose too heavily up on a <laughs> bit of that orange. But uh, yeah, fair is fine. But the rest of that order, mm, yeah, hunger tamers, all those just obnoxious giant bundle everything in as a super meal box that these chains do these days is the best thing in the world. Yeah, it really is. It makes you. It, I think it's the only thing that we get as adults as like a close to Christmas, like an excitement of going through the drive through and been like, oh, this is it. I'm finally waited. It's happening right now. You know, it's so good. And um, I'm just going to throw a quick hot take out that Hungry Jack's has better soft serve than McDonald's. Yeah, definitely. Like their storms yes. are actually fantastic. Yeah. 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 And, ju- and just that, that ice cream is just creamier. It's tastier. It's fuller. Maybe less pig fat, I don't know. All right, so moving into topic three, what's your weird food habit slash habits? Like, I know we, I guess one that we mentioned in Guilty Pleasures regarding the snakes and the cheesels, that's that's a bit of a weird one, but what else you got for us today, man? <laughs> this I got stuck on, like, I, I don't really have, like, I like I think I have habits when eating that I'd, like, I just get so into food, especially, like, if I'm going out to a nice place and stuff and I know we're going to get good food, but, like, the one thing that I kind of am like I hold back from depending on people I'm with is like uh, I nearly have like orgasmic experiences while eating good food. Like if I'm at Mary's having a good like double cheeseburger and their yes. fried chicken, like mm-hmm. it is I'm listening. so hard not to roll my eyes in the back of my head and just start like Homer Simpson drooling. Like it is just 
fantastic and like recently i finally sat down with my partner's uh parents like we've been dating for two years but because of covid we could not meet up at all so like we decided to go see james bond and then my partner booked this really really expensive italian restaurant uh that wasn't too far from the cinema and i had easily the best chicken parmesan i've ever eaten in my whole life there and like all the food was great the risotto was insanely creamy the king prawn pizza was phenomenal and the dough was chewy but like this this palmy i think it's because it's been a staple at every pub like you go to a pub and it's like oh is it palm or is it palmy and it's palmy just for the record but like i'm right with you there. it's palmy all all day every day anyone with an a on the end get the hell out of here too strange you're weird to me go back to western australia no i'm kidding but like um genuinely like uh this this palm that's i nearly said palmerton this palmy it was like um they they had this cheese because i asked the guy after i was like what was on it and he's like well we have our own actual cheese that we get imported in from like a um uh, from a from a farm or something and but they put a prosciutto on the actual uh palmy instead of bacon or ham bacon or ham yeah Yeah. They, they get fancy with that yeah and it was like this giant chicken thigh and it was pressed out and they crumbed it on the spot it didn't come out of a freezer and like, cause we we're all sharing from each other's plates. So we all got like large meals and we got a salad and everything was great. Like everything was on par as each other, but like the palmy came out last and we'd already had like two slices of each. We had some meatballs, we had mussels, like everything that you could probably get from a Italian restaurant we had on the table. And I, I had a bite of the palm, the palmy and I was like, oh my God, that's great. And I looked at my partner, I was like, you, you need to try this. This is, this is fantastic. And she took a bite and went, oh wow. Like, I don't like palmies, but wow, that is phenomenal. And then um, her parents were like, oh, we're not going to have some. We're, we're too full. And I was like, fair enough. And I kept looking at the plate being like, I can't leave you behind. Like, I need to eat this. It was just absolutely phenomenal, you know. It, it sounds good. It sounds... Was it... um. Like, because especially through American, a lot of the Italian cuisines that they'll like to do the palmy, but they'll put it on like a bit of pasta. Was it was it that style? Like nah, the traditional they do regard, just or salad and chips. Yeah, which I kind of was hoping. Like I really was because I was like, the chips will be nice, but we've we're at this really nice restaurant. I can't imagine it coming up with a serve of chips like that is so pub like. And like it was a forty dollar palmy. Like you know, I, I was expecting that, something that's a, a high end palmy. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and that's why I ate it all because I was like a forty dollar palmy. I can't let you sit to the side and like oh well just stroked into the bin like i was like no you need to come home with me you need to be nurtured for a couple of hours at least fair call but yeah no i think my only habit is that like i literally near sexual experience when i eat good food i'm i'm the same like the term foodgasm it's a real thing people like food is such a magical thing it is it brings people together it makes you feel good can make you feel bad if you eat too much or eat yeah definitely off obviously but it's one of the most special beautiful things on planet earth and it weirds me out when you talk to people that don't get excited about food or they just see food as nothing more than like fuel for their body it's like it's weird who hurt you as a child yeah like what happened in your life for you to not get excited Mm -hmm. or like Preach. You know, when I'm eating something good, I'll do like a little dance, like a little shuffle at the table in my chair when yeah. I'm eating something delicious because it's just an out-of-body experience and it makes you feel things that you can't control. Definitely. And like, uh, like I got friends that, like I got one friend in particular, he was like, oh, I found this restaurant, we should go. And then like after two years, I'm like, why do you always suggest me? And he just goes, I love watching you eat. He's like, I've never seen anyone happier. 
And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> that, that's a good trait to have. Yeah. You know, d- don't ever change. Don't ever, <laughs> don't let anyone ever shame you. And they're like, hey, settle down at the table there. Like, unless, unless your pants are off and you're masturbating or whatever, that's another <laughs> thing. But like, outside of that, you be you, you enjoy and embrace all those flavor profiles just popping off in your mouth. Oh, definitely. And then, no, I'll make sure of it. 100% I will. All right, so we're moving into the final topic of the podcast, and it's it's a simple one, but it's probably a difficult question too, and it's what's your favorite food or dish? So explain to us if you were looking down at the table right now and your dream meal or your favorite meal is looking back at you, what is it? This is so fucking hard. Like, I couldn't I couldn't narrow it down because, like, I, I have become, like, a bit of, like, my own chef and stuff, and I want to cook for myself. Like, I literally moved out of an apartment building and moved into my own place so I could buy a, a smoker. Like, I, like, it was the whole reason. They're like, why are you doing this? And I was like, oh, I, I want to start smoking meats. Like, you know, so, like, I answered, like, to cook Texas barbecue. Like, I absolutely love it. Tastes great. But, mm-hmm. like, the whole process from fire to the, te- to the plate, it is awesome. Like, waking up before I am to start a fire or 3 a.m. to start a fire for a brisket and having it go all day and just sitting next to it drinking beers and just, like, listening to music. Good times. It's therapeutic, huh? It really is. But I think the end of the day, and this is an overall statement, it's not just a dish in particular, it's not a last supper or anything, but noodles. And I mean from, like, your your packet of mega ring to, like, your Ichiban ramen in Japan. Like, I genuinely, like absolutely adore noodles and i think i kind of realized this when i went to japan uh back just before covid in 2019 i had um uh my mate who i went with she would always go back to the hotel at night and i'd be like look you can go back shower have the hotel for a couple hours i'm gonna go walk around drink beers and just play in an arcade and stuff and she's like that works out really well thanks and i would go and have three to five bowls of ramen from different restaurants like one night in osaka i had six asahis and i had four different restaurants of ramen i went to four different restaurants of um, ramen sorry went from a chicken broth style to a pork broth to a beef broth to a spicy broth and stuff and just would keep eating and then when i finally went to like the mecca of ramen which i think is ichiban like everyone always talks about it i had uh in the booth i think i had five bowls in the one sitting and i just kept like pulling them back making more making more making more and like i absolutely just couldn't stop eating it but like two things about like i learned over there was that i genuinely loved like ramen in particular we went to one place i'm trying to think of this story sorry we went to this place in kyoto called fire ramen and um, i have a video of it i think i posted on my instagram or my friend posted on instagram and they literally poured uh fat that was on fire into the bowl and it would cook the bowl like on top of it so all the noodles all the shallots all the you know uh the onion and stuff just fry up and it would make a flame in front of you and i remember being like we're going to die in this restaurant and like it was the best bowl of ramen i ever had because it had a barbecue flavor to it like yeah and i've never tasted anything like it and then that night I went to 7-Eleven and bought a, like, it's off to the side, I'll pull it out, um, a big cup noodle uh, packet, like the stereotypical American one, bought mm-hmm. fried chicken from the 7-Eleven, went back to the hotel and had that, like, every night. Like, I just, it's a comfort food. It, I think you can make it have however the hell you want. I also think, like, you know, I see people being like, you can't make two-minute noodles good. And I'm like, no, you just don't know how to make two-minute noodles. Yeah. yeah. You can dress them up however you like. You can oh, throw yeah. all kinds of things in there to get fancy and get crazy textures and yeah. taste and flavor profiles. And yeah, they're, they're just a good base to build off. 100%. Like, you know, I'll you know, I'll make like two packets of uh, Mega Ring 
I'll like, I'll actually use all the ingredients in the water and make a broth with some butter and some fats and stuff. I'll air fry some sausages. I'll, you know, poach some eggs in it as well. So the eggs get a bit of that flavor. And then at the same time, I go get a small uh, nonstick pan out and I'll put sesame seeds in them, toast it up and sprinkle them all over with like, you know, hard American cheddar cheese on top and let it all melt into it. And like, I've cooked it for mates. Like when they're like, oh, I just could go like a you know, packet of noodles. And I'm like, oh yeah, give me 30 minutes. And they're like 30 minutes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, hey, trust me. And then I come back and they're just like, yeah, this is phenomenal. And I'm like, yeah, all from literally the packet of noodles that cost $2.50 for five. Like, you know, you can make it whatever so you want. Great. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. And I, I love the the passion and the fact that you're like getting in there, rolling the sleeves up and experimenting <laughs> and making something so you know, for lack of a better term, cheap and nasty, you know, the, the uni, the uni dinner yeah. and whatever else, making it into like a, a prestigious meal. I've sat like looking at these questions and like, you know, I'm like, I was talking to my partner. I'm like, I really don't know what my favorite food is because there is so much like from like Mary's burgers to like, you know, a good, you know, pizza and stuff. And then she was like, no, it's noodles. Like you love pad thai, you love ramen, like you'll name, like anytime I'm like, do you want to go get noodles? You're like, yes. Yeah, because there, there's so many different flavor profiles you can get. Like, as you said, like, you get Japanese, you can get Thai, you can get Chinese, Vietnamese, Korean, you name it. Like, yeah. everywhere around the world is doing noodles their own special way, and it tastes like something new every time, even though it might be the same thing at its base, and it's the best. No, definitely. Yeah, and it's, yeah. I, I Even now, I feel like, I feel like I just realized I'm in love. Like, I'm just, like, re- reminiscing on all these times I've had noodles from, like, the school cafeteria to those cup noodles in Japan and a fire ramen. I'm just like, yeah, noodles. Yeah, wow. I yeah, do it's, love It's noodles. your ride or die. Yeah, exactly. It's your, it's your be all and end all, the noodle, the humble noodle. But, uh, Sam, that brings us to the end of another episode of Bitecast. I figure now is the time for you to to peddle your wares, spruik your goods, Say anything you want. The uh, the restaurant is yours here, mate. What, what do you want to What do you want to say out there to listeners? Where can they find you? Anything you got coming up? You know, whatever you want to say, it's yours. Uh, you can find me anywhere uh, under Quartz TV from a PlayStation uh, login to Twitch to Instagram, TikTok, and stuff. So please look it up. Uh, Q4RTZ TV and um, check us out on Sundays uh, on Volky's Twitch uh, VO uh, what is it V-O-L-L-K- V-O-L-K-I-I yeah. I do believe um, we did a not so bright side we talk about some seriously demented fucked up things and we have a good time laughing about it it's it's a very juxtaposition of a podcast like so yeah they're my two things I'll plug and yeah thanks for having me so much this was an incredible time mate I appreciate you taking the time and, and listeners luckily for you we have run over that 30 minutes uh, delivery time ah. frame so this episode is coming at you free but if you also want to do some free things for us be sure to rate view subscribe this podcast and all the other podcasts just like the not so bright side podcast on those rss feeds or if it's a twitch stream only go over there shams love chuck a follow chuck a sub chuck a twitch prime whatever you got you know it, it takes no time costs you no money means an awful lot to everybody and helps keep those emotional lights on in our hearts but sam playing us out today is an absolute classic commercial from 1990 starring everyone's favorite two-minute noodles so i didn't even like we didn't talk about <laughs> noodles was your favorite thing this is just a perfect storm brewing here we really didn't I've grabbed an advert from 1990. All these adverts we're playing on on the uh, Bytecast are Aussie royalty, I guess. So you may remember this if you if you're uh, old enough, or you may have no idea. But uh, yeah, the kitchen is now closed, so please settle your tab, tip your waiter, be safe, much love, stay hungry, Maggie, take it away. Can you be? 
Only delicious magic two-minute noodles give you this much wiggle for your giggle. 